Welcome to 40 Days in the Word, part two. There it is. I want to read a scripture to you this morning from John 6, 63. And it's Jesus speaking and he says this to his disciples. The words I have spoken to you are full of the spirit and of life. The words I've spoken to you are full of the spirit and of life. I want to challenge you this morning to let the words of Scripture be new life to you in this season. Let God do something fresh in you. Let God do something new in you. I think we come often preloaded to the Scripture. We often come with preconceived ideas. And I want to encourage you to let God do something new in this season. When I was in uni, I actually when I was in high school, uh, I kind of felt like I had a pretty good idea on what the Bible was about. I thought I had a pretty good idea of who God was. I thought I, I, I knew him. I had a relationship with him. And I thought, yeah, I've got, I've got a pretty good handle on this. Kind of, you know, I was young and had it all figured out, I thought, actually, I'm just going to, can I move a little bit closer to you? Is that all right? I just, yeah, there we go. I want to be able to get, I want to get right to the edge. All right. So I went into uni and uh, I fell in with some, some guys that, that really loved to read scripture. And we started to read the scripture and we started to, to discuss it and really dig into it. And I remember that, like, it was just like, a whole nother layer, a whole nother way of seeing Scripture that I hadn't experienced before. And it was like, I was like, wow, how did I not know all the stuff that God had and wanted to teach me? And I'm like, wow. And I was like, but now I've got a pretty good lock on it. Like I've pretty much sorted this out now. I've pretty much figured out, I've read it all. We've read into it and we've kind of broken it down and we've learned it. And I thought I had it pretty figured out. And then I went to, uh, I finished uni and I got a job and went off to uh, this job and I started a new church and the, the pastor preached a message. And I remember it just kind of like, mate, you know, it just, I don't want to say rattled, but it, it made me rethink something. And I had to go back to the scripture and I had to rethink some of the things that I'd kind of locked in on. And I was like, wow, how did I not see that before? And it wasn't like, Something completely new blew in. I wasn't, you know, changing my mind about everything. But it was like someone had introduced me to a friend that, or someone I'd, I, I met. And it was like meeting someone that I'd known for a long time. You know that feeling? You meet someone new and you're like, oh, it's like we've known each other forever. Or it's like you've you kind of been in a room and it's dark and then someone flicked on the light. And you're like, oh, I knew that room was there, but I didn't really know everything that was in that room. And I remember thinking around that time, it's possible that I'm not going to know all of God. And you might say, yeah, that's really obvious, Jono. You're kind of a bit slow on the uptake. But we do it, don't we? Don't we do that? Don't we kind of think we've got it all figured out? And I remember realizing at that point that I might not figure out all of God in this lifetime. I might not be able to know all of who God is. And I might need to come back to the Scriptures and learn more about Him through my life. I remember it happened again, and I'm like, I think I'm starting to learn now. 
that I'm not going to figure all of God out and all of the things that He has for me, all the things that He wants to say to me. The words that of Scripture are full of life. They're full of spirit and they're full of life. And maybe my preconceived ideas need to be rattled a little bit sometimes. They need to be rethought. And maybe God wants to say something new to me in the season that I'm in. So I want to encourage you in this season to let God say something fresh to you. Let God say something new to you in this season. Come and let Him reveal His story to you. I love authors. I love reading books. And I don't want to tell you what they are because you might judge me a little bit. They're not too bad. But like <laughs> fantasy books. Like I love reading like, like kind of great big, you know, fantasy. I remember, I remember reading, reading Lord of the Rings once in a, a weekend. Like I sat down and for like 40 hours I was just like just devoured that thing. I love like these, these worlds that these authors and the story that they tell and the journey that they take you on. And it's a great experience. And you come to the end of it and you just feel good and you feel like, yes. Well, let God in this season take you on a journey. Let God take you and let Him reveal, because that's really the Scriptures, they're God's story. I've, I've, I've heard it described like this, that, that the Scriptures are, 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 are here, a story, an adventure story about a hero that, that goes to a new country to, to recover his lost treasure. Isn't that a great picture? Or a love story, a romantic story about a young prince who leaves his throne and his palace and goes to rescue his lost love. See, God's telling us a story. Every part of Scripture is telling one big story. And as you read, I want to encourage you to to see that bigger picture. It's all leading somewhere. It's all pointing somewhere. And I want to encourage you to engage with that and let God change you through that process. I'm not sure how you come to Scripture or whether you see it as a... I mean, we all come with some kind of idea, whether it's a... Maybe we see that the Bible is a book of, of instruction or rules or, or whether it's, it's a history book or a biography or wisdom literature. or It is all those things. But ultimately, God's revealing Himself. It's His great rescue plan for us. And isn't that... I don't want to give too much away, though. You know, you've still got another few days to read and I don't want to give the ending away. But wasn't it great to read the beginning this morning, uh, this week? Yeah. We started at the beginning and it was like this creation, this beautiful place and where God revealed his love for us. And it was great for me as I read because I'd just been on holidays for two weeks and we'd been staying up at uh, a station uh, out, out near Coral Bay, Warrawa Station, and it was, we were actually camping on the beach, like in the sand. And it was, I loved it. Actually, have I just forgotten about the microphone? I'm so sorry if you can't hear me. I feel like I'm probably shouting enough that you can hear me in the back. Oh, gee, I'm really sorry about that. Were you okay? Were you, just, you, were, you were leaning into here, hopefully. But uh, we, we ended up at Warrawa Station and we were camped there and, uh, and we were in creation. Oh, it was beautiful. And we'd head out to this, this secret spot that we, you know, we were all alone and it was just this beautiful turquoise waters and white sand, and, and we'd sit there, and it was beautiful, and there were these, these fingers of reef just shooting out from the beach, and they'd go out, you know, 500 metres into the water, and I remember diving into the water and, and having this just fish 
just unbelievable. And there was this ledge, and I kind of snuck over the ledge, and all the fish, these massive fish, and they slowly got accustomed to me, and I kind of sat in the fish. I felt like the little scuba diver in an aquarium, and they were like, just these massive schools of fish swimming around and, and the little blue ones that would dart into the coral, the glowing coral, oh, just incredible. And we'd come back and we'd cook our, our dinner over the fire and we'd look up at the, the, the stars, just unbelievable, incredible, just clouds of stars. And, and, and then I came back and uh, <laughs> I came back and... <laughs> We, uh, we, we read Genesis 1, and it was great because, you know, I looked around at the world that we live in, and, and it's a very cultivated world, isn't it? It's a very, you know, crafted world, and we kind of, and I realized, and God showed me, says, actually, sometimes the cultivating, we kind of look and we think that we've, we've created. We're creative, but we're not the creator. And I had this, this moment as I read Scripture, and I'm like, God is, is showing me again in contrast to where I've been and, and how sometimes we replace Him. And, and I had that encounter with God, and, 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 he, and He changed me a little bit, and He instructed me, illuminated my mind, and it was an awesome thing. And I want to ask you right now, how does Scripture change you? How has it changed you this week? And I'm sure that Lots of people here could stand up and testify about how Scripture has changed them this week. And that's what we want to look at. We want to let God do something fresh in us. We want Him changing us. We want to let Him change us. And that's really what I want to focus on this morning. How are we letting Scripture change us in this season? How are we letting God change us through Scripture? So uh, Hebrews 4.12 says this. It says, for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. It penetrates even dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. It's again that thought that Scripture is alive. It's not dead and done. It's not something we read in a past tense. It's something we read in a present tense and as I read the scriptures I wanted to let you know how, how what, what I see happen in my life as I read the scripture I realize that, that God he makes me and this is going to sound really nebulous and I will get more concrete in a second but he makes me more me he makes me who I'm created to be he makes me, and I don't want to say better because I don't want you coming to the Bible like a self-help book, but He actually calls me into who I'm meant to be, who I actually am, who I really am. And He reminds me who I really am. And there's no better place to be. I'm not pretending. I'm not false. It's who I am. And God, and I love that picture last week, the full shared of, of the mirror, reminds us who we are and who He created us to be. Now, for those of you who like the more concrete, because that could be a bit nervous, we're going to go through seven ways that the Scripture could change us. I'm just going to run through these in a few minutes, just ways that Scripture changes us. And if you've got a pen and paper, here's a great point to take it out and jot down some notes for those that love that. And uh, if you don't, then I encourage you to do it anyway, because it'll help you grow. So... 
The first way that Scripture changes us is it resets my soul. You're my place of quiet retreat. I wait for your word to renew me. I had this picture of, you know those counters that you can get where you go click, 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 and it kind of counts up. I feel like sometimes we go through our day like that. We kind of, we, you know, the kids are screaming, click. The, you know, we get uh, spoken to the wrong way by the boss or the wife. Click. <laughs> Maybe that's the same thing. I don't know. <laughs> but we, 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 we stub our toe, click. And we just kind of constantly, things are wearing on us. Things are counting up. And I feel like Scripture is this great big reset button. On that clicker, there's another button that you press and it just resets the counter to zero. I believe like, uh, you know, we come to Scripture and it's like this reset button. It's like this big button that we push and our soul is reset and we're able to continue on. Number two, it eradicates my guilt. Jesus told his disciples, you are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. We feel... uh, and come to the scriptures and it, it wipes out our guilt. And it's similar to that reset, just, it, but it, it, it leaves us free of guilt. It leaves us able to enter into the world knowing that we are fresh and we are clean. Number three, it activates my faith. Faith comes from hearing the message and the message is heard through the word of Christ. You know, as we read the, the, the promise of, of scripture, and it, it helps build our faith, doesn't it? I love the, the, the scripture we read uh, this morning of, of Joshua and he's kind of entering into the promised land and, and God's saying, be strong and courageous. And we get, we get filled with faith. We see God fulfilling his promises again and again and we are able to fill ourselves with faith because we know that his promises are true. It stimulates my growth. All scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So that the man of God, so that Jono, so that you and I may be thoroughly equipped for every good word. Maybe you want to put your own name in there as you read that scripture. There's a, there's a, a book that was released about a study a church did on stages of faith and how people, we kind of all come to different stages of faith. And they, they kind of l- looked at all these different stages that people went through as they came to faith. And, and they discovered different things that helped people move from one stage to the next. Kind of, we kind of come with a childlike faith. And then what helps us move to a more mature faith? Paul talks about it when he says, you know, you come and, uh, you know, you, you start off on, on baby food and then you move to more, more robust meals. And they, what was the one thing that they found? They found lots of different things help people move through the stages of faith. The one thing that they found that helped people move through every stage of faith, that's kick-started growth, was reading the Scriptures. And coming to the Scriptures helped us grow at every stage. If you're kind of stuck in your faith, you feel like, oh man, I'm just not growing. I'm just, you know, it's, it's the same. Come to the Scriptures and come fresh, expecting that God will change you and grow you. It's the next thing. It illuminates my mind. Understanding your word brings light to the minds of ordinary people. I'm not calling you ordinary. That's from the Bible. I'm sorry. And maybe that's a, it's a, you're not ordinary. It's a, but just to everyone. You don't have to be special to get the illumination of the word in your life. It's not like, it's everyone. 
Psalm 19, 119 verse 105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. Isn't that a great picture? Psalm 119 verse 11, our memory verse for this week. Are you ready? I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Do you feel like practicing? You ready? All right, let's have a little practice. Let's do it. You ready? Now, I was three, two, one, right? Just getting that. Yeah, you don't want to get confused. We've just got to three, two, one. It's good. Verse 11. Awesome. We've got to learn the scripture. Isn't it great to get it in our heads and in our hearts and just have it there? Like I know that this week, just having those verses just in my mind, it just, uh, it just changes how, how I'm, I'm thinking that week. It changes my thought patterns. Next one, it elevates my mood. You know what, there's days I experience this once. No, no, no. I, you have days where you just feel like there's a cloud around you, isn't it? You just feel like dark and nothing, you know, things are going wrong. But then even when things are going right, it just feels like, oh, man, things are not going well. Just, I just can't get out of this funk that I'm in. Just the clouds are dark. The sun's not shining. You know what? When we come to Scripture, it lifts us. It actually lifts us. It, 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 it buoys us up. Everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through endurance and the encouragement of the Scriptures... We might have hope, Romans 15, 4. The last one, it liberates my potential. Only God knows how to unlock your full potential. If you continue in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Isn't that great? So, just even as we reflect on those seven things, and that's not a, a conclusive list. I think we could all stand here and share what God has done in this week or in our life where He's done things in our life through Scripture, how He's changed us. And I want to encourage you over the next season to let God do something fresh in you. Let Him change you. Come to the Scriptures and let Him change you. Come ready for something fresh as we look at the story as He reveals His plan to us, as He reveals who He is, and He reveals Himself to us page by page. May we see new things. May we be ready to change perhaps our thinking. Let our minds be illuminated in new ways. Let Him do something. Let Him reset our soul. Let Him elevate our mood. Let Him do His work in us. I want to encourage you that over this season that God would change you. He'd change us, that He would do something new and something fresh in this place as we read his scriptures. Amen? Amen. 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 That's it.